Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, while the Christmas music uh, may be blaring around your house and Christmas cheer is filling the streets of your local town, for some, Christmas is a more trying time. To cover that sentiment in a hopefully subtly merry tone is Ian O'Doherty from the Irish Independent. Ian, is it truly the most wonderful time of year? Um, it's certainly the most trying. Right. And this is, and by the way, before we start, can I just say that um, you ruined Christmas for me a few years ago. Uh, I was on the, the, the Christmas, and I always associate you with difficult what, what Christmases. What did I do? What did I do? Um, because we were on doing an early Christmas Eve show. It was about nine o'clock in the morning, and I hadn't got any shopping done. And I remember saying to you, I'll be grand. I'll go off and get all my presents on, you know, today. And you went, you will not. You're going to have a nervous breakdown. And lo and behold, by about half twelve that day, I was sitting on the steps of Stephen's Green, <laughs> weeping my eyes out because I realised that the whole thing had gone terribly wrong. Um, but no, I, I look, I love Christmas. I would never be a Debbie Downer on it. I'm well, let a- me just start by a piece that a quote from your column of last week. You say, I don't like crowds. I don't like spending money I don't have on presents that other people don't want. So why do I love it so much? So let's analyse that for a start. I think it's because years ago I fell in love with a girl and we began to make our own Christmas traditions. It's the simplest. And it's something I would never normally say on air. But it is that time of the year where you get to be a bit soppy. Um, and I'd always had sort of fraught Christmases with the family. You know, you go home for the Christmas dinner and the Christmas row. Um, and then when I fell in with Sarah, um, I realised that you could actually have a Christmas that didn't involve screaming and throwing prong cocktails at the wall, right? Um, so... So I really sort of, particularly then in my 20s and 30s, really fell in love with it. But I don't, the thing is, the older I get, I really, I can't stand crowds. I avoid crowds with every fibre of my being. Um, and also as well, I can't stand spending money, Bobby. It's just, <laughs> I just don't like spending but money. Let me. T- let, let, the reason I wanted you to come in and chat about it was, firstly, I remember we did a bit of crack with it the last time we talked about it. But you've been writing effectively a Christmas column for 15 years. Yeah. And you say that your your sentiment has kind of gone up and down with the economy. So the one in 2008 was probably really dark, whereas the one We're in... We're all two- doomed! <laughs> We're all doomed! Whereas the one in 2005 was like, let's buy more property in Portugal. Yeah. Uh, so would that be fair to say that you... you, that, you that piece that you write every Christmas kind of captures the, the mood of the nation. Well, far be it for me to say that I capture the mood of a nation. Listen, any time I get an email from somebody agreeing with me, I do a round of applause because it's so rare. Um, but no, I, I, I was looking back at some of them and they are in many ways a barometer of how the economy is going. Because when things are good, yeah. that Christmas column tends to be really optimistic and, you know, it's, it, it's like a Slade song, you know, Merry Christmas, it's Christmas, yeah. everybody, you know. And then when things are a bit more down, they're more like a Tom Waits yeah. down Christmas song, you know. And, and would you would you be of the view, though, you get out of Christmas, and I don't say this glibly, but you do have to put a bit of effort in to get something out, as in, you know, maybe you have to be part of the, 
the, the, the, the culinary crowds. process, the row, whatever it is, but that you you have to try and participate. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I had a few friends who just refused to mark Christmas at all. And they wouldn't go over to their family for dinner. They just, you know, and, and I always thought that was really pointless. It's like, the thing is, it doesn't matter whether you get Christmas. Christmas will get you. Yeah. You know, um, so I always find that a submission is the best form of defense, <laughs> you know. And but Tell I, us a little bit about your own Christmas, say, this year. Sort of what, what, what and do you have, do you have rituals and traditions now that you kind of do every year? Yeah, well, Tell us about some of those. I was up in the butchers yesterday, uh, got the turkey and the ham and all that. And my favourite ritual, well, my ritual tends to begin with, I might open a bottle of champagne if there's one in the fridge tomorrow morning. Um, then I shall watch It's a Wonderful Life until I get something stuck in my eye. <laughs> As always happens at a particular scene in It's a Wonderful Life. And I'll go out into the kitchen and I'll start cooking. We have two crazy little dogs, two crazy rescue dogs who just destroy everything. So Sarah actually went off and bought them a load of toys. So I'd be looking at them destroying the toys. Yeah. Um, while I'm pretending not to cry because of It's a Wonderful Life, which, by the way, if anybody has ever watched It's a Wonderful Life and hasn't cried, they're a sociopath. There's like genuinely that is you know the way there's all these tests for yeah, who's yeah. a psychopath and who's a sociopath. If you can watch It's a Wonderful Life with a dry eye all the way through, there's something bloody wrong with you. But I I love Christmas Day. I'm really really looking forward to it. And for one of the first times, I'm actually looking forward to the kind of dead week. Yeah, that that's what I like. Yeah, because uh, I'm looking forward to doing absolutely nothing. Mm. There's a couple of texts in, Ian. Uh, one says, ask Ian, does he think pubs should be open on Christmas Day? What's your view on that, or do you have a view on it? Well, it's a bit like EastEnders. <laughs> they all go around to the Queen Vic yeah. on Christmas Day. Um, I think if a pub wants to open, let them open. Yeah. If they can get the staff to do it. Get, like, again, it will go back into the friends of mine, I was saying, who completely ignored Christmas. If they were working in pubs, they'd actually love to have a shift yeah. to go for a pub. <clears throat> Um, another nice text here says, I really enjoy Ian's work. Often disagree with him, but he's a proper journalist who actually writes what he thinks. And I think that's a, that's the greatest compliment that well, you can get. I have the courage of my own convictions, and if you don't like them, I have others. <laughs> <laughs> so just this thing, I was also looking about this, uh, this sort of PC Christmas. Um, just, you know, uh, where is it? The... This, this crowd in Brighton that you talked about last Happy year. Happy winter uni closure. The university in Brighton has urged staff and students to refrain from using the C word by not saying Happy Christmas is not inclusive. And they also quite have a quite wonderful term that is Christian-centric language where they call it a winter closure period. How sad is that? But do you know what? It's only ever white middle-class people who come up with these objections, right? I mean, I have Jewish friends who had their Christmas tree up before I did. Yeah. Right? Um, I don't know any Muslim who complains. It'd be like us complaining that Diwali or Eid isn't inclusive. What you have is a bunch of very pampered, very privileged, white middle-class people who just look everywhere. For, and it's almost as if they're in a competition to see who can be the most stupid. Yeah. You know, but but th this is one of the things that I love writing about these people is that rather than getting angry or annoyed about them, just mock them. Because like all authoritarians, 
they hate being laughed at. Yeah. And this is what we do. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. You were also talking about, uh, uh, again, talking to a taxi driver. I had a fella talking to me about, I got every detail of his Christmas on the way in this morning. And, and that's, again, where you'll pick up. What do you think of the sentiment this year? Do you think it's there? Do you think it's do you well, think from, it's positive? Do you, are you getting it? From the from a lot of the people, not everybody, but from a lot of the people I've met, the warm and fuzzies weren't really kicking in. And we you know, we need the warm and fuzzies around this time of the year. We need that feeling, you know. And I got it briefly when we put the tree up because have you ever noticed that as soon as you put the tree up and put the lights on, the room automatically feels warmer. Even though it's not, and I, I love that. And then you look in the box and say, "What am I going to do with all these <laughs> other decorations?" <laughs> but do you know what the thing is? Regardless of how I kind of feel about it, I still love it. I still can't wait to do. I'm going to do an amazing dinner tomorrow. Is it just like a big chicken? Well, that's what I've always said. A turkey is just a giant chicken. And I think the reason why we have such a neurosis about cooking a turkey is because it goes back to our parents and our grandparents when they only had gas ovens. And you'd have to put the turkey in about six o'clock in the morning because it took so long. Whereas now, actually, we have electric ovens. But just people, if you're listening, rashes on the top, butter in between the skin and and the crown, and it'll be grand. Well, Eno Doherty has just stolen our thunder for our next piece after the news, which is uh, all about the perfect Christmas table. We're going to have a chef, a cocktail expert, and indeed uh, a menu planner in for to t- talk about that. Ian, happy Christmas. Happy I love Christmas, talking buddy. to you at Christmas. I'm sorry I messed up your Christmas a few years I ago. Still but, you. but we're all good <laughs> friends and happy. And I won't say Happy New Year because I know you hate New Year. Well, no. I, well, I don't know anybody who likes it. I don't know anybody who likes New Year's Eve. You're looking at one here who hates us on it. Thanks Ian. Happy Christmas. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.